Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hello everyone, welcome back to the channel. I haven't had a chance to make a video in the last few days. Um, I would like to say, I guess you've seen how the channel's grown and it's just amazing. It's overwhelming and I'd like to thank all the new subscribers who've joined us here, we've been a small group for quite a long time. And for the people who've been here from the very beginning, thank you very much to everyone. I'm so glad that something that we're doing here is helping or is resonating with people. I'd also like to extend a very, very heartfelt thank you to Just Say No to Narcs, who shared one of our videos and um, has gotten the word out on the channel to a lot more people. It's a very unnarcissistic thing to do, an extremely kind thing to do, and an extremely genuine thing to help smaller channels grow and get the word out there. It means someone is genuinely interested in and passionate about what they're doing. So Tanya, thank you so much for what you've done for us. And also I'd like to extend a thanks to Pink Girl Teaches. Joy, you've been there the whole way and been very supportive in your comments and I love your work. And finally, a new channel who's kind of, we're going along the same route, I think, um, the TNMPD, uh, thanks for your support as well. It's great to be part of this wider community and it's really important, guys, if any channel resonates with you, if you can subscribe or comment or like or dislike or just, just help get the word out there on YouTube, you know, so that we have more of a platform and more people are going to be able to find this information that, you know, imagine if you didn't have it, imagine where you'd be now. I know that it saved me and I'm guessing it's saved a lot of other people too. help explain what's happened, help heal. And it's just really necessary that people know about this. So, guys, today I'd like to do a video on the narcissist's view on an intimate relationship and how it's so different, given just taking it from the point of view that we're dealing with a narcissist, someone who has narcissistic personality disorder or who's very high on the spectrum that shows um, more five or more of the qualities on the DSM criteria for diagnosing a narcissist. So it's not for people that have narcissistic traits. This is a genuine bona fide narcissist. So the narcissist goes into an intimate relationship in a totally different way that a normal person would go into an intimate relationship. The narcissist on looking for a partner basically goes shopping. This is an analogy I hope will help kind of make things click in people's mind or give people a clear picture of what it is the narcissist is looking for and why it's impossible to have an intimate relationship with a narcissist, to have any growth or to have any hope, unfortunately, that it's ever going to work out. So taking it from the very beginning, the narcissist goes shopping and they'd see the world kind of like you might see an electrical shop for the sake of an analogy. So guessing they, they want a new partner, we're gonna, we're gonna call us washing machines. So they decide they want a new washing machine. They want a new partner. They go into the store and they see a line of washing machines. Now the, the washing machines look 
like washing machines. They look like potential partners and they all look very similar, except there's different features on each of the washing machines. So the features mainly that the narcissist is looking for in a potential partner stroke washing machine would be that this machine will be able to regulate their emotions. So they're looking for an emotional regulator on the machine. They're looking uh, to have their self-esteem regulated. So a self-esteem regulator button. They're looking for a uh, big time. They're looking for a mask protector on the machine. So this is a machine or person that's going to enhance their mask, uh, keep it strong and work on it so that it never shows any sign of wear or tear. The other thing they're looking for, sorry, I'm looking at my notes here, just have a list of things, list of the features on our washing machines that the narcissist is looking for. They're definitely looking for a money maker. Um, we do have high functioning narcissists who use the their work as supply, but the commoner gardener narcissist is, I have found quite lazy, will prefer to send other people off to do the work for them, to make the money for them. Um, so a money maker is a big, um, big feature necessary on the washing machine. They also want an inbuilt serv servant button. So even though the relationship with the narcissist may start off where they're doing a lot of housework and things and they're doing, you know, an equal amount and it's looking quite reciprocal and you're feeling great to have someone to help you around the place, this gradually eases off and you will find yourself because of the deval and the push-pull and the mini discards etc 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 you will find yourself being more of a servant to them to it gets to the extent where you're actually doing everything nearly in the house to look after their needs and you've less and less time to look after your own needs and again it all spirals down into our lack of self-esteem not feeling good enough and not having enough time to think about what's happening so definitely they like a servant feature to be quite high on the list on the washing machine. Um, they also will look for the ability for the washing machine to become an emotional or physical punching bag, which again helps re regulate their self-esteem and their emotional needs. In a normal relationship, we don't need a button to make us feel a certain way. Feeling regulation is reciprocal. Um, our self-esteem is normally, it's something we, we work on ourselves. We don't need to get our self-esteem from another person. We do inner work. We self-love and self-care. So a normal relationship does not require that on the other person. Um, it, it comes from both people. The money-making usually, obviously, in a normal relationship is both people trying their very best to work as hard as possible for the benefit of the couple or the family and the protection and survival of the unit, not for one person to go out and do more than the other and for the other to feel entitled to take their partner's money and also to abuse them in the background financially. With narcissists, this is a whole other video, but there's a huge amount of financial abuse, which is often the key to people finding out that they're actually li living with a narcissist. Again, um, to be a punching bag, either physically or emotionally for someone, is not part of a normal reciprocal relationship. So guys, 
the equation of the narcissist and what they look for in a relationship compared to what a normal person does, I hope will give a little bit of clarity on however hard it is to believe this, they're looking for functionality in someone and a normal person is looking for a reciprocal, beautiful, loving relationship. The narcissist, the narcissist goes through life making judgments about others and about everything on how everything and people make them feel. So the narcissist will feel something from somebody else and that feeling becomes a fact and that fact becomes, is a thought and the thought and the fact go together and then they act out on that. A normal person in a relationship, what the other person makes them feel, they'll feel the feeling and they'll have the feeling here and the logic here and the facts and they'll put both of them together and they'll come up with a mixture of kind of grey area and what they, they won't just go on the feeling, they'll use the past, the present and the future and all their cognitive abilities to turn the feeling into a thought which becomes a fact and act on that. The narcissist has no grey area. It's totally black and white. It's, it goes into a relationship and says, you need to provide me with these functions. And if you can't provide me with those functions, I will make you defunct and I will replace you. Normal people go into relationships and compromise, love, genuinely grow together and alone. They do want the relationship to be in a certain way functional, but that's a minor part of, of what they want from the relationship. I'll take it back to maybe, you know, when, you know, we have this in Greek mythology, when Narcissus looks into the pond and sees the reflection of themselves. He didn't know who he was until he saw the reflection of himself and he fell in love with the reflection. So the narcissist goes into the intimate relationship and doesn't know who he or she is and looks for the reflection that you give them back. You are the mirror to, to their identity. So what you're giving them back is your feeling about them. And they translate that feeling into a fact. But if you do something unbeknownst to you that hurts them, you don't know how it's hurting them, but it's hurting their ego or hurting something in there. They then turn that into their, that feeling that you make them feel into a fact. And the fact is that you're no longer functioning on your list of functions and therefore you're no good anymore. There is no grey area. There's no logic. They don't take this in, this feeling that comes in and mix it up with logic and the past and the present. They've no ob object constancy. So in that moment, they take the feeling in and it becomes fact immediately and they'll act on it. I hope this makes a little bit of sense. So when the machine features are no longer functioning as it said in the manual when the narcissist bought the machine when they were full of hope that this machine was going to serve them for life and was going to be a fantastic 
buy and they've made the right choice, they then reframe that and realize that the choice they made was not a good choice because of their feelings. Because you haven't you haven't kept to the list of functions you know that that it said in the manual. In their mind, everything is very cut and dry, black and white. So they'll then go shopping for another machine that has more features, better features. This machine can do, this can do a spin in five minutes and you could only do it in 15. I'm going to buy this new machine. So what they do with the old machine is they go and talk to their friends and they say, that old machine, don't purchase that make. There's, don't go there. That machine can't do this, can't do that. And it's a ripoff. It's a total con. It's a ripoff. Don't go near that that brand, that make, that person. I've got this great new machine over here and I highly recommend it. Smear campaign. However, they give the machine a very bad review. However, after a few months with the new machine, they realise that the features that were advertised don't work. In fact, they're defunct. They haven't been turned on in the machine. And all that was promised in the new machine is a pack of lies because it doesn't even wash the clothes the way the old machine used to wash it. That old machine was the most reliable machine I have ever had to use. And I think that, you know, that with a few tweaks and a bit of a service, that old machine could serve me much better. And this new machine then gets the bad review in the smear campaign. If we want to be a functioning machine in the narcissist's life. We have to understand, you have to understand that to have a relationship with a narcissist, you must provide functions. And even if you provide all the functions, you feeling regulate, you provide them with self-esteem, you protect their mask, you do all these things for them. What you think is doing those things for them can't guarantee that the narcissist thinks the same. Because sometimes you don't realize that the functions you think you're providing perfectly are annoying the narcissist or hitting their ego or causing them to feel bad. And when they feel bad, there's no logic. You can try and argue with them as much as you like or try and point out all the good things you've done. That doesn't work. With the narcissist, feeling is fact then they think on that. So what I will say is, why would anyone, when they get the knowledge and they know what they're dealing with, why would anyone want to be a machine functioning for the narcissist? I know it's really hard and I know it's really hard to actually conceptualize that someone can look at another person as just providing functions for them. But that is a fact that it's great to be able to accept on a healing journey. And it's very necessary if the person is really a narcissist. Your usage to them is what counts, what you can do for them. Guys, I hope this funny kind of analogy uh, resonates. If you have anything to add to that, I'd be so glad to read it in the comments. And 
In the meantime, I've so many more videos to come. If you've also any video suggestions, I do have a list of videos that I'd like to make. Um, please leave it down in the comments and like, dislike, subscribe, keep us growing. Thanks for your support. Have a great day. I genuinely am thinking of you all, anyone that's made comments. I read them, I think about them and I wish you the very best and I hope things work out and I hope everyone's healing. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.